This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, February 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. This is shaping up to be a make-or-break week for congressional action to block Vermont's first-in-the-nation requirements for labeling biotech foods. Senate Agriculture Committee Chairman Pat Roberts has scheduled action this Thursday on a draft bill that would preempt state labeling requirements and require the Agriculture Department to set standards for voluntary labeling of biotech foods. Roberts doesn't have a deal yet with the committee's top Democrat, Debbie Stabenow, but she released a statement late Friday that was relatively positive. Stabenow said there was, quote, still a lot of work to do, but that she was committed to working out an agreement. Senators and their aides will be getting an earful on the issue this week from farmers. More than 400 members of the American Farm Bureau Federation from 43 states are in Washington today through Wednesday to lobby on the GMO legislation and other issues that would include trade. Members of the National Potato Council will also be in Washington. The Senate is set to move on a FDA chief. The Food and Drug Administration could soon have a permanent commissioner in place for the first time in nearly a year. The Senate is scheduled today to vote to move forward with the nomination of Robert Califf as commissioner. Alaska Republican Senator Lisa Murkowski put a hold on Califf's nomination over the issue of labeling genetically engineered salmon. But Murkowski dropped her objection after the FDA recently agreed that it wouldn't allow the fish to go to market until the agency issued labeling guidelines. If the Senate agrees to cloture on the nomination today, a final vote on Califf could come as soon as tomorrow. Califf is currently the FDA's Deputy Commissioner for Medical Products and Tobacco. Stephen Ostroff has been serving as Acting Commissioner. You can read AgriPulse Washington Week Ahead for more information on events this week in Washington, which are important to food and agriculture policy. Some groups want to slow down the biotech reg overhaul. Farm groups have joined the biotech industry and asking the U.S. Department of Agriculture for more time to comment on its plan to overhaul the way the department regulates genetically engineered crops. The industry supports the department's main goal, which is to streamline the regulatory process and accelerate the development of new crop traits that the department believes pose little risk to the environment. But as AgriPulse has reported, the industry also has several concerns about the plan, including an expansive new definition of what constitutes biotechnology. Comments on the USDA's ideas are supposed to be filed by March 7th, but farm groups and the biotechnology industry organization want that deadline extended for another 60 days. In a letter to the USDA, the groups say that some of the proposals the USDA is considering would represent, quote, major departures from the current regulatory framework. One House Ag member wants to split the farm bill. In a Meet the Lawmaker interview with AgriPulse's Spencer Chase, House Agriculture Committee member Mike Rogers thinks he has an idea for finding out who really supports farm programs. Split the next farm bill in two when it reaches the House floor and hold separate votes on the nutrition section and the rest of legislation. The Alabama Republican says many of his GOP colleagues say they want to support farm programs but can't vote in favor of nutrition spending. Rogers says splitting the farm bill into separate pieces would flush out who the friends of agriculture are and who are the opponents of agriculture so that people can make an informed decision in the next election. As AgriPulse readers remember, 
House Republicans succeeded in splitting the farm from the nutrition portion of the Farm Bill in 2013, but the titles were eventually recombined before final passage of the 2014 Farm Bill. Cattle rustlers, beware. A 32-year-old man has been sentenced to 35 years in prison, that in connection with the theft of a dozen cattle from a ranch in East Texas. A special ranger with the Texas and Southwestern Cattle Raisers Association, Larry Hand, helped to catch the rustler. Hand says that the conviction sends a strong message that cattle theft will not be tolerated. Put it another way. Don't mess with Texas cattle. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, February 22nd. Our thanks to the AgriPulse staff for their insight this morning. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.